On this episode of Man vs. Marriage, stop playing prevent defense. It sucks. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, the Q Dog, in the Moran Family Studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Hello. We're here to talk about an episode. I was almost like forced into this uh, by Jeannie. I haven't really thought through this episode, but I want to just give you this moment in time and uh, another aha moment of what I have where I have found myself. Where you currently are. Where I be. Now look, <laughs> there. since I don't have a ton of detail, a lot of this is going to be based in generalities, but I want to share it with you because my wife told me to. <laughs> 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 I really don't have <clears throat> another reason, so I, I, like to, uh, I like to just get things together and have some usable examples, et cetera, et cetera. I work well in chaos. Um, you work well in structure. I like structure, but I can work in chaos. Um, but here we go. If you are a sports fan, namely a football fan, that you understand the terminology of prevent defense and how bad it sucks. Because essentially what you're doing is you're playing with the mindset of playing not to lose instead of playing to win. And as you recall, we did some episodes on man, you know, manning up in the face of insecurity. And I realized going through that particular episode and, you know, talking through those situations before we ever did the recording for the episode, that there are some places in my life where I am truly playing not to lose out of fear and not playing to win. And that is not my way. That's not me when I'm at my best. Me at my best is playing hard, playing aggressive, playing to win, being very offensive-minded and attacking. That is me at my best. And I don't know if it started... Actually, I, I, I can't pinpoint the time that it started, um... But I believe it comes from a place of incons- uh, like insecurity, maybe some uncertainty, and maybe a, a lack of self-confidence in some areas. Now, I just want to make a side note. Um, we're at the Moran Family Studio, so if you hear dogs barking or the door gets knocked on, you know that we're just we're rocking through life as it happens. So be aware of that. And I'm going to get irritated about it, but I'm going to try my best not to allow it to distract me. Who's Baba? And I really want the dogs to shut up at this moment. I know you're working on it. I know. I saw the bat phone come out. You're, You're blasting the signal. Now, where do you find yourself in your life? 
your uh, profession, your relationship, or your relationship and your profession, your personal life, uh, fatherhood, if you have children, um, friendship, if you're rocking friends, hobbies, dreams, destiny, where are you, what are you doing, and how are you doing? Ask yourself those questions because that's what I'm currently reviewing right now with myself. And now that I've identified uh, that in my life, I have to do something about it. It is my way. It is what's necessary. <clears throat> I want to be strategic about it, and I want to build a plan to do it. But I've noticed, and I'm putting it out there, that I am allowing fear to guide me in some areas of my life. And it has to stop. Um... Essentially, what prevent defense is, is that you you have the score. You have the win in hand. But instead of playing defense that's focused and calculated, you essentially have your guys back up as far as possible uh, within reason so that if the other team catches the ball, you know, you have 20, 30, 40 yards to make a game-saving tackle. And essentially what that does is it allows... Um, your competitor to gain ground on you and ultimately gives them the op you're you're offering them the opportunity to score and win and I don't want that whether it's in my career whether it's in my relationship whether it's in um, this podcast uh, whether it's in my health journey um, no matter where it is playing prevent defense is absolutely playing not to lose. And what you have in your mind is losing. Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay. What are you afraid of? Losing. Okay. If you were to lose, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I mean, it depends on what category you Pick put one. that in. Pick one that you're dealing with right now. I can't really be that specific right now. Okay. How about... How do I put this? If you're playing prevent defense and you're doing it in life, you're not putting your best foot forward or you're not questioning things or you are not um, doing things like you normally would, mm -hmm. either because you're afraid of not pleasing someone maybe their reaction to something you say or do or maybe you already know the answer and you just don't want to throw it out because you don't want it to come back as being true is that accurate well it's it's that and it's also you know like uh certain areas in life where you know what the right answer is and if you give the right answer can they actually handle that Mm-hmm. And if they can't handle that, then what does that do for you in the short term and the long term? What are the repercussions of that? And I want to be responsible with my decisions, you know? I want to be the re responsible whether it's in my career, it's in our relationship, um, or it's in um, these passion projects that I do, you know, with uh, – with the podcast, I wanna I wanna do things responsibly, but I'm I I find myself in some areas 
acting out of a place of, of fear, fear of losing something. Okay. And that fear of losing something then can affect um, our home and our relationship. And I don't, uh, I know that it's not right. It's not what's best. But, uh, you know, Jerry Maguire, let's just take, <clears throat> let's just take a, let's say your career as an example. If you've seen the movie Jerry Maguire, um, he, he decided he wasn't going to play prevent defense anymore. And he went for it. And he went on the offensive and went on attack. And uh, then he had a nice little meeting with Bob Schuler. Okay? Mm -hmm. And what he did is he wrote a referendum on relationship and the business and what it was about, you know, in that, mm -hmm. in that particular industry of being an agent. Now, I won't say that my situation is necessarily all about my career or all about our relationship or all about um, my health. <clears throat> but, you know, um, actions and decisions have consequences, and it's a, it's a risk-reward principle. So as I'm diving into this, and I hate, I hate being so generalized about it because I want to do more to help, but I don't disagree with you that in this situation... Our guys, our audience can use this to identify some areas in their life where potentially they're playing prevent defense. Well, let's use it with your spouse. If you're playing prevent defense with your spouse, maybe you're not talking about a subject that you want to broach, but you're not sure how to do it because if you say it straightforward, you know, for you and I, we can say it ugly. Mm -hmm. And it can get ugly. Some of these guys can't do that yet. They might not be in that place where they could say it ugly and not get smacked or not have, you know, a, a huge argument between them. But if you don't say it ugly and you don't get it out there, what are you risking? You might I, lose anyway. I guess even looking at it in the sense of uh, just our conversation with, with Jill, one of our mm -hmm. daughters, and how she's playing not to lose and she's telling a boy that could potentially be her boyfriend one thing because she doesn't want to hurt his feelings, telling her sister another thing because she doesn't want to hurt her feelings. She's trying not to lose on either side and not really playing to win. And she's losing all over the place. She's also losing herself, herself. in that situation. Mm -hmm. So that, you're absolutely correct. Um, and that is, a, that is just a brilliant example there of how much it can cost you because when you are playing not to lose, you can lose yourself in the process. Well, and you're playing on an assumption. You're playing prevent defense because you're assuming this is the play that they're going to give you. If you're playing prevent defense with your wife, I'll use this as an example because we've had this come up before with us and Rita. If you're not saying something a certain way, even though it's how you feel, but you're not saying it straight because you assume my response and maybe you're right maybe i am going to go for the jugular on it maybe i am going to get pissed off or hurt by it but if you're not telling me the truth of the matter the way that it really is we can't fix it 
you're you're playing off of what you think I'm going to do. What happens if you say it ugly with the preface, because we do that now, and I hear it the right way? Now that I know that this is how you're coming at me, look, I'm going to say this ugly, and I need you to listen and hear me so we can discuss it. And it might hurt and it might suck, but I just need you to listen for a minute so that we can address this. If you don't do that and you kind of skirt the issue, how much bigger is the issue going to get? You know, if you didn't come to me and tell me you were dealing with insecurity Mm -hmm. and we had that distance between us and that distance just kept getting bigger and bigger because you didn't address it with me. If I didn't play to win there. Yeah. Yeah, What, what would have happened? I'm even thinking of an example now. Um, just in the, the recent discussions we've had regarding our sex life and how we've decided to play to win in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, because we could have continued like we did for years. We could have continued for years um, playing prevent defense there. It was just have ha- just keep having it enough to... Yeah, just get it done. Just to have it done. But in that area, it's an area where we both decided that we wanted to play to win so we we played aggressive football and we took the risk of the other person thinking that maybe we were weird or you know just the subject of taboo (laughs) that's a whole other issue (laughs) yeah going into some areas uh, that were that were taboo and some things that you know that um some misconceptions we might have had about each other and about sex. And um, we were playing prevent defense in those areas. Yeah, as long as we were getting enough to keep the other person coming home, we were good. But good wasn't what we agreed to. We, we agreed to best. Yeah. So to get to best, we got to get to better. And then to get from better to best, we got to keep moving because you can't stop in the middle. No pun intended. So... If you're playing prevent defense, you need to ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Yeah, there might be a crap outcome and you might have a knockdown drag out. Maybe you hurt somebody's feelings. Maybe it does blow up in your face. But are you being true to yourself and who you are if you're holding that back? I mean, you made the comment, am I willing to give up my integrity to play prevent defense when we were talking about this am i willing to allow myself to not be me to please the situation or the people surrounding the situation are you are are you willing to give me half of you because you're afraid that what you're going to say is going to hurt me or are you going to tell me straight up i got it i we have to talk about this it's ugly and we got to talk about it but we got to talk about it yeah you know what I'm saying? If you take this just from the relationship perspective, and the only reason I'm putting it that way is because it's MBSM and this might be a little bit easier to say what you're trying to say. But if you put it in that perspective, are you only going to give me part of you? Because you're afraid if you give me all of it, it might not be enough or it might blow up in your face because maybe something you say hurts me. Maybe you didn't like the bikini I was wearing and you don't want to tell me because you know I worked my ass off and you don't want to say anything. But it's your opinion. It's how you feel. Are you going to not give it to me? And let me believe something that's not true? Does that make sense? Well, in my, you know, just 
t- talking through this as as much as we can, if I had the same level of trust with everybody in life that I had with you, I would be unbridled. True. And maybe that's the kind of people I need to surround myself with. There we go. And that's ah! that's <laughs> that's just it. It's okay. Are you being fed? What are you being fed? Who's feeding you? You know, is it conducive to your relationship? Is it conducive to your job? Is it conducive to who you want to be? Because, yes, we all have to deal with shitty people in shitty circumstances. Oh, put the E down. There goes another E for that one. Eh. E for explicit. Check the box. Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. Unfiltered. But it's how you deal with that. Are you going to change who you are because of the people that you have to deal with? Is there a way to say what you need to say to get your point across without being a total douche about it? Does that, that, you get what I'm saying? And I'm, I know I know the situation you're talking about is not a worry about you sounding like the wrong or like a horrible person. It's more making sure that everyone and everything is justified and happy in the situation. I get that. But from a relationship perspective, from growing into the best version of you. Is there another way to do what you need to do or say what you need to say without making such a mess and still keep intact with who you are? Well, I mean, there's no guarantees in life. So in these areas where I'm playing prevent defense, like I say, I don't, I don't have, I don't have this magnificent strategy because it's all really new mm-hmm. to to what is unfolding. Um, but what I do know is I'm glad I see it, and I want to further identify exactly what the details are so that I can make the right decision. Then you and I can discuss things appropriately and then I can make my action plan to go forward in it. And well, I got a funny feeling you're not the only one going through this right now, though. I, I got a funny feeling that this is kind of common for everybody, given how, uh, how many unknown variables are involved in everybody's life right now between schooling kids and jobs and COVID and, you know, all these new political changes and, and policies and laws and work and just everything in general. Yeah. Everybody's going through these moments of redefining who you are, making sure that if you know who you are, you're grounded in who you are. Mm-hmm. So obviously the insecurities and the, the shaking of your confidence, I know you're not the only one going through it because I go through it too. Yeah. You know, I know that you're not the only one who's dealing with um, trying to put your best foot forward without stepping on anybody's toes. I totally get that. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of people are in the same situation right now because if you piss off the wrong person, I mean, just honest truth for everybody, if you're working in a grocery store and you flip out at somebody, you lose your job. Right now, it's not that easy to replace that. Yeah, or you know? in your in your relationships, if you have to be extremely direct about something that... Um, and you're quarantined. 
run. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. You have to be very direct about a situation, you know, whether it's a brother or sister, a cousin, a friend. Um, you have to be very direct about a situation that maybe you uh, think is best or you don't agree with, and you want to have respect for yourself in the situation. You don't know if that other person can take it. Um, but still something needs to be said and there needs to be action. You don't know what the outcome is going to be. So you have to be as secure as you can in yourself that the place that you're coming from is a place of integrity. We keep saying the word integrity over the last few episodes. Um, but, um, there's, there's the risk versus reward. That's just it. Scenario. You have to you have to determine within yourself. Worst case scenario, best case scenario. Can you live with both? Whatever you do, whatever the decision. If you don't have this conversation with your wife and it's something that's really gonna screw let's let's plain and simple. If we're not having sex and you're not talking to me about it, that's a rift between us. That's a big rift between us. And eventually that starts playing havoc mm-hmm. on our relationship. Is it worth it to keep that to yourself and just hope that it plays out? Or is it better to just say something, risk the fight and the argument or whatever it is that's causing the problem so that we can fix it? Mm -hmm. You have to choose which side are you okay with. And either way, Whatever decision you make, you need to be okay with that choice. So if you're willing to sit on it and not do anything about it and not have sex, not get anything better, not discover the root of the problem and discuss it and just kind of ride it out and maybe you'll get lucky once a week, hey, more power to you. If that's what you're okay with, then do it. But if you're not, man up. Say what you got to say. Find a way to face the problem. It doesn't work that way in everything I understand, you know, dealing with children, you're dealing with a different dynamic, dealing with work in um, the public, you're dealing with a different dynamic. You can't just walk up to a customer and be like, piss off and tell them exactly where you want them to stick it because then that jeopardizes your company and your, your income. I understand all that. But these things that are core for you, the things that are important to you about yourself, about your spouse, about your your work relationships, whatever it is. If you are not okay with how things are going, are you willing to step up and do something about it and say something about it? Or are you just going to kind of kick back and stay comfortable where you're at and just let everything stay the way it is? If you're not comfortable with it, do something. If you are comfortable with it, shut up. Yeah, it's almost like one of those things, I guess, where if you don't vote, don't complain. Yeah, exactly. And I, <clears throat> I, I get where you're coming from. That's why I'm kind of, we're, we're a little more broad in this one because, like he said, we're in the middle of this one right now. This is a, a journey because we are currently experiencing turbulence. <laughs> but, yeah. but like I said, I don't think you're the only one. That's why I said we needed to do this episode because maybe someone else is going through this or they've just gone through it. Dude. We're, we're not against y'all giving us feedback and telling us, what did you do? What helped? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there was a book that you read that inspired you. Maybe you had a quote that came up that caught your attention and struck a chord with you. We're open for that. 
I, I would love to hear what other people do to deal with fear. Fear is something that I deal with on a regular. So it, it's not just to put stuff out there and hope that we're making everybody else find the right answer. Maybe someone else has the answer to help you. True. That, I mean, that's that's true. It's hard to help somebody when they're being so general because you need to be specific. But with a few instances in my life, um, you know, I just discovering this situation, it's like, okay, now I need to get, I need to kind of work through it to see exactly what it is I'm working with here and then, you know, do the risk reward assessment and then decide how to move forward. And if it's something that you've been through before, there's a chance that you're gun shy on it too, you know, especially if you've been through it before and it didn't go so well, you know, I, I understand that. I, I can see where that would be difficult for people to, yeah. um, you know, well, I put myself out there once and it sucked. It didn't, it didn't go anywhere for me or it got worse. I get that. But it doesn't mean that it's going to happen every single time. Right. That's true. So I don't know, uh, I don't know about you guys, but if when, you, um, when I identify something in my life, it's I have to got to look at it. I believe awareness is a weapon, and in the hands of a warrior, it can do a lot to set people free. So that is where that's where I am, and I'm I can't be specific right now because <clears throat> I don't know exactly what I'm working with. What I have identified though is there are some areas in my life where I may not be operating. No, not where I may not where I'm not operating um, in my confidence, mm -hmm. and it's mainly driven by fear. By fear of what? Well, I guess what we're looking at is fear of loss. You know, that's that's the root of it. So I'm going to work through this over the coming weeks and months. Well, for me, days, weeks, and months. <laughs> and see um, what this new strategy is that I'm going to apply to my life. I don't want to be fearful about anything, especially being a person of faith. I do not want to operate in fear. So... um. I'm glad that this was brought to my attention. I'm sorry that I'm being so vague, but like Jeannie said, um, we're putting this out there so maybe you can uh, gain from the opportunity here, gain from the example of how to identify some of these things in your life so you're not playing de uh, prevent defense anymore. Play to win. And when I get in some, you know, when I get in some moments of uncertainty, I need to just say to myself, play to win, play to win. That is going to help me. Um, that's going to help push me past some of this fear. Or it's going to say, you're not ready yet. You don't have the freaking balls to do it. True. And at least I'll be located and I'll know. Yeah, and that and that's fine. I mean, maybe you're not ready to move forward in some of these things, and that's okay. But if you're not doing it because you're afraid of it, that's a whole other game. You're you're not you don't want to not make a decision because you're scared of the outcome. You want to know am I prepared for this? If I make this decision, am I ready for it? Am I willing to put my all into whatever it is that you're going after? Yeah. Be it your relationship, your job, your kids, schooling, whatever. If you're not ready, at least acknowledge it 
know why you're not ready, maybe there's a hiccup. Maybe there's a couple of things that you need to do for yourself before you move forward. Yeah. That's okay. But if you don't locate yourself to find out if that's really where you're at, I mean, writing a book, I'm, dude, I wrote the first one. We got it done. We got it edited. We're ready to go. We're going through the second edit and then it comes out. Oh, we got to split it up. No. I'm not, I'm not ready to split it up. This is a huge issue for me. And this is a simple kind of example, but I don't do cliffhangers. I, I don't do unknowns. I have, it has to finish, it has to finish. And all of a sudden a totally different book sprung, an idea came out and I started writing it. And now my original is going to be one book. It's going to be the second one piggyback off of this. So I wrote the second one first. Mm -hmm. But if I hadn't written that one first, this one might not have sprung up. And the only reason that I didn't go forward with the first book and make it into two like, like we were told is because it didn't sit right with me. I wasn't afraid to let it go. It didn't sit right. It wasn't what I wanted. It didn't work for me. Mm Mm-hmm. But it, how long did it take you and I going back and forth in conversation over, well, okay, we could rehash it, we could restructure, we could do, and all the work that it would take. And then it just kind of went, something inside me clicked and said, no, this is, this is not okay with me and what I see myself doing and how I want to be presented as an author. I, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. And then you and I went on a vacation and within a day and a half, we wrote out a complete completely totally different story but it makes this uh, the the original one so much better yeah you know what i mean but i had to know where i was and you and i have had several conversations of are you afraid of this for me quincy questions me all the time because i am really really bad at going i'm not gonna do that because i don't know what i'm looking at and if i don't know all the variables i usually don't take a step forward but you helped me process through that to realize It wasn't that I didn't want to move forward and I wasn't afraid of moving forward. It didn't sit right with me. Something in me told me that's not my route. Well, and and just as you're talking about that, as as you kind of unpack that situation there, then I it came back to me. One of the things that alerted me, like a moment here, was a a tool that Coach Rita used uses to help just about everybody she helps. And when I'm thinking. If I don't want to play prevent defense, here's the defense I want to play. And her question is, well, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And that that helps me kind of get um, a little more focused on the path where if, um, if, I, if I'm doing B, but I want to do A, okay, what does that look like? And then I can assess what the risk versus reward is and make a decision um, and move forward there on whatever that decision is. And that um, that's good because that's that's what I need to do. Let me ask you this. When Alabama's up by 24 points and there's three minutes left, does he stop? Does he tell them don't score anymore? Well, there I'm not in the locker room, but sometimes we do sit down on the ball and go to a very vanilla. He might throw in the next string and let them have a turn. But does he ever specifically, have you ever looked at the screen and watched them play and thought, we got three minutes left. We know we can put more points on the board. Are they really shutting down? Yeah, they'll go conservative and just burn the clock. 
And I did see Coach Saban one time not score again against Michigan State because Mark D'Antonio, well, I assume, was his friend. He didn't want to humiliate him. But that's knowing what play to call at what time to call it. Bingo. And there you go. Okay, well, I didn't see you backing me into that one. But you understand what I'm saying, though. <laughs> yeah. There are times where, you know, we throw out the second string because we've got time and we are way ahead. And you've got plenty. They're not going to catch you. You know they're not going to catch you. So there's no point in, you know, humiliating someone for it. But that doesn't mean you don't keep moving forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do. I do. And, um... I've got plenty of things to think about, which is great. That means I, you're going to have a challenging week. I like those because that means you're going to go digging. <laughs> Gosh, man. Sometimes you just like look at the shovel and say, you again? Yeah, but, but on the flip side of that, just so you know, it looks like on the other side, when you go digging, when you hit pay dirt, dude, you light up. Mm -hmm. Everything about you lights up and you get so excited and it's such a passion inside of you. I'm looking forward to that moment. The digging part sucks, but I'm looking forward to when you get to that treasure at the bottom. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Because um, it's going to pay, it will pay dividends. I'm the beneficiary. <laughs> All right. There it is. Prevent defense sucks balls. Don't play it. Play to win. Attack. <laughs> Go for it. And I can say sucks balls on this episode. Thanks to you, it's already rated E for explicit. You should know better than to be filtered if I'm in the room anyway. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right. She's Gina Moran. I am Quincy Moran, a.k.a. the Q Dog. And this is Man versus Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.